Hello and welcome back to Light, Camera and Life. It's your boy Franklin. Um, my co-host lady is not here, but we do have uh, a great substitute, um, a special guest appearance by my little cousin, but the supremely talented artist, photographer, musician, and all-round darling, Naomi Jackson. Hello, everyone. Good to be here. <laughs> Good to have you. How did you. How did you find it getting to my place? You know, I live in a proper North London. I can't lie. You live in a very far place. And yeah. the train journey is way too long. You're always on the train, though. Every time I see your, your stories on Instagram, you're just on a train in constant motion. I live on the train. It's my life. But, you know, I'm still glad to be here. Yeah. Very happy to be here. Very happy to, yeah. to have you as well. Listen, um... The reason why I've got you on here is because, obviously, we have great chats about yes, everything and nothing. And um, I thought it would be great to have that on the podcast. But also, I'm a big, I'm a big fan mm. of, of, your, of, your, of, your, of you, of you as a person, <laughs> of the art you produce, you know, and I would mm. say a patron as well. I bought, uh, just up there, you guys can't see it, but a couple of years ago, I bought um, a painting of hers. Um, yeah, describe it. What 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 was what was this? Um, this painting. So okay, so try I and it, make it give it a visual text so people could know. Yeah. The first thing that comes to mind is turbulence. Oh, Literally, nice. turbulence yeah. comes to mind. I think of a storm. You know, a stormy sea. Yeah. Um, you've got kind of blues. You've got lots of different types of blues. You've yeah. got sort of silver, white, black in there. I mean, it's like pockets of calm against mm. that turbulence, yeah. You know? um, yeah, I can't tell you for sure, because it's been a while, actually I've not seen this painting for a long time, you yeah, know? I've never yeah. had it in this house, but <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can't, it's weird having to describe it after not seeing it for so long. No, but... and hearing you actually talk about it means that, you know, next time when I'm just walking around in my boxes eating crunchy now, <laughs> I, I now have... Your, 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 in your, in my head, subtitles describing it to me yeah. and giving it, it more helps, content. Though. Yeah, it helps. You yeah, kind of helps you relate to what you're looking at. Yeah, I think that's why it's yeah. nice to kind of explain yeah. the concept. Listen, I've had the privilege of you know watching you grow, you know, and I've seen where you have been and where you are now and everything in between, and it's mm. it, it, it it's been a fascinating journey from an outside perspective. Mm. I think part of what I want to do with this is to see what it like what it's like from the inside. Right, you know, right, right, right. How was it coming of age? What what was it like growing up for you uh, and and how has that journey been to to where you are now? I mean it was it was it was quite it was quite difficult. You know, I, I realized like long long ago like I really wanted to get into music but I wasn't that good at it. Um, you know, mm. my parents only wanted me to do one thing, which was just to play piano. But I realized I wanted to sing, but no one was really interested in that. So it took a long time for me to build that confidence, you know, because I wasn't really getting that praise or that encouragement, you know, as a singer. It took a long time for me to find my space in all of that, to know what I wanted to do. But, you know, here I am, you mm. know. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I wouldn't say I've got it all figured out, but I'm loving what I do, yeah. you know. And with regards to that, obviously you you studied music at, yep. at Goldsmiths. Yeah. There's always been that sort of divergent streams of of well, one stream being your natural talent and your you being a naturally creative person. Right. Right. But also the fact that there's now your your sort of classically trained or at least yep. you 
formal learning in music. Yeah. How has those two? How, how have you handled the, those two sort of divergent ways of expressing art? Well, to be honest, like I'm not that classically trained, but yeah. I have I've had the experience, and it's helped. It's got me to a certain level, you know. I, I think when when in terms of sort of understanding theory mm. and you know being able to go to college and then going to university has helped me get through certain auditions. It has helped. But what was more interesting to any in in both of those auditions was finding out whether I had my own identity, whether I you know had my own sort of you know thing in what I was doing. Nobody was really interested in me being classically trained. Mm. And the, the point I'm trying to make is that you get to a certain point in your career where nobody really cares what you've done, depending yeah. on what lane you're going in. Yeah. It's not about you know your formal training. It's about your artistry, mm. what you've kind of built for yourself and like your identity like within that. It's not about the credentials, yeah. you know. Um, and yeah, like it's definitely important, but not quite for me, you know. Yeah. I was, I always wanted to find my way in it, you know, yeah, and I yeah. dropped the formal training quite early on as well. I've seen a lot of your work, mm. some of the early stuff, mm. Teletubbies on weed. <laughs> I also. I thought it was good. No, I no. I thought it, it was banging. It was good. It was Teletubbies on weed. <laughs> <laughs> but there was also, you know, I've seen your, your taste of music and also some of the songs that you've made, and mm. I've always felt that there's been an element of sadness in yeah, in in, in, in your yeah, um, yeah, 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 and. Talk to me about that. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't say that it's completely sad. You know, people write sad songs and they just stay sad. But I try to write sad songs because, you know, that's life. But I also try to make sure they have a hopeful ending. Yeah. You know, life is going to be sad. And I think it's important to document these things. It, mm. Life is not, you know, all rosy. Mm. And, um, yeah, people will say, you write sad songs. Is that what you want? Is that what you want to give out? You know? Or you have such, you have the power to keep people happy, happy to keep people motivated, to uplift. Why can't you write positive songs with a positive message? But, and I do, but I think you need to be realistic about the things that are going on in your life. Yeah. And people respect you as an artist for telling the truth. Yeah. I don't want to hear. I personally do not want to hear something that's fake. Mm. I want. I want to listen to music I can relate to. Mm. You know, because it makes me feel better about my circumstances. Yeah, I. And, and I have only asked that question because I, I kind of want the people who are listening on this to to hear that answer right. because I completely understand. Yeah. I'm also uh, I would say I have a creative side to me in that I, I do. I that. Yeah, I write, and yeah. um, a lot of people have said my writing is always about coming from the dredges <laughs> of the soul, and I have had to struggle. You know, um, but it's not that I'm. It, there's always a hopeful tinge. Of course, you know, there's always a. Despite the fire, I was forged and I was made yeah. into a better person. Yeah. And, you know, it leads me on to my next thing. One thing that always strikes me about you, um, Naomi, is that you're not a good liar. No, I'm not a good liar. <laughs> you know, if I, you're telling a lie, it's like... Eh. It shows on yeah, my face. You're, you do the... Tw- you know, <laughs> everybody, my family knows, my friends know I'm terrible. Yeah, authenticity. Authenticity. That's really important. It's really important for yeah. you, isn't it? In... in, in in most things, especially in my in my work, in my music, you know, I struggle to lie. I struggle to uh, write something 
doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah, you know? yeah. I have to, I have to be real, you know. Also, because I'm singing it. Yeah. Why would I sing something that doesn't that, that's not truthful that doesn't you know have any substance to me? It has to mean something. Yeah. That's where the emotion comes from, you know. So yeah, like it's I want to be my authentic self, you mm. know. I want people to get that in my writing. So I always try to write about, you know, my truth, you yeah, know, my yeah, life. Yeah. You know? And that's something that, you know, I, I feel like it's, it's, it's beautiful and wonderful about you. But do you sometimes think that, because you wear your heart on your sleeve. I wear my heart on my sleeve. In everything, in everything you do. In everything I do, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Do you feel like sometimes in this world that we live in, sometimes it's not always the best strategy? I wouldn't even say it's a strategy. That's who you are, but... Because you, it makes you vulnerable. It makes you vulnerable, yeah. Well, if if that's the case, then so be it. Mm. I didn't come into this life to hide my feelings. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. Like, I, didn't, I'm, I, didn't, I, I mean, it's almost like living in fear. And that is not the way I want to live my life. I mm. want to be as open and as honest as possible in everything I do. Because I think that's the best way to live life. Mm. You know, what would be... What would be what my music be if I couldn't offer that mm. so yeah I don't care and did you did you realize this from a young age when you started making music I, re- that, I think that I music got it was a creative was an outlet for your own I didn't know true how, self yeah. 100% I didn't know how to articulate it yeah but from the get-go I was always very honest I remember writing you know <laughs> like I remember writing a song about you know when when granddad passed you know mm. he yeah i did oh, yeah it was wow. so silly yeah. like like it was so ridiculous but like it was a truth mm. it was a truth you know it wasn't all that put together but it was the truth mm. and you know it, i go back to that memory all the time it makes me laugh but mm. it's how i've come to be and it's what i stand for mm. so mm. i've always been that way and i'll always be that way and you because sometimes i think that when you go out there a lot of it most people are actors. We act a lot of the time, and I, I, agree. I find I agree. it. I, fi- I find it so. I, I just can't do it. It's but exhausting. It's, like, it's exhausting, you know. It's exhausting, and, you, and, and I don't know. Do you get that as well when you when you're day to day? I don't act. Mm. I'll tell you that I don't. I don't act. Like you, you just told me, you know it very well. But I can't lie. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how to. Yeah. Even when people, even for the people that I really don't want to let on, you know yeah. how I'm feeling. I struggle to because my whole being just is just very open. Yeah. You yeah. know, I couldn't live. I couldn't pretend. I couldn't pretend. It it, it would just be tiring. Mm. You know, and it would be tiring for me to write music mm. that was, you know, not all that truthful. It would it wouldn't make any sense for me, and it would just for me it would be a waste. Have there been any instances in your life when I've written for other people? Or no? Well, yeah, there's yeah. that. Yeah, you know, definitely, that's something I don't want to really do unless you know it was in line with what I believe. Yeah, yeah, and you know. but have, I mean, in real life, have you ever gone too far? Definitely, definitely, I've gone too far. You know, um, I'm very vocal about my feelings, and I guess in the past I have been. Yeah. I have done that, you know, you know, around the people I care about. And as, mm. as, you know, as, as bad as it felt in that moment, I think it was so necessary for our you know, relationship. I think it was so necessary. It was, you know, it was almost like a stepping stone. Mm. You know? it, it helped, you know, they knew where gap. this stood so with you. Exactly. You gained credibility exactly. as this is who you are. Exactly. You take so, it or leave it. Yeah. You know, and I think yeah. that those moments 
hurt at the time, but you know, ultimately they make things better. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, forgive me. I'm gonna say us as artists. Yes. As artists. We are artists. We are very much artists. Yes. Yes. (laughs) We romanticize stuff. Hundred percent. Yeah. And we sometimes people, other people don't quite get how we see something i mean how is funny. that <laughs> it's, the, it's funny because we're just talking about telling our own truth yeah. and i think i i do i 100 percent do but it's like i don't know maybe i'm trying to protect myself in a by romanticizing certain situations you know Ooh. yeah you Ooh. know yeah 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 um, i you know i i had this song that i wrote about you know a certain experience that i had that was was crazy amazing mm. not so good for me you know and um yeah i wasn't quite sure how to navigate that you know mm. and um when i got when i was writing it i kind of skipped all the bad parts mm. you know it's bittersweet definitely this That's, song you know what I, I i thank you because i've never thought of it that way that am i actually protecting myself by romanticizing it's almost like a denial it's like a wow yeah it's like a denial yeah and i think we have so many moments in our lives you know where we try and make things better than they are because we just don't want to feel any sort of pain Mm. you know and yeah you know i'm blown away by by this i'm genuinely thinking i've lost my train of thought because i I, I, I never i i've never said that to myself as well so yeah i'm kind of shocked but makes sense and do, for a lot of things does it some do you sometimes get to a point where oh have you had instances where you know because it happens to me where i i write about things or yeah. i write about a situation yeah. and people are like well it's not that deep or i'm writing about a film and it's like it's just a film about this but because of the way i've judged it up in my mind i've romanticized it i've created this world but in that's my the head. thing it's it means so much but to and you to yeah. me and but when people and when i feel like maybe the person who I've shared my art with doesn't right. appreciate it as much as it I do. It starts to feel like it's less than. It's less than, but I start to get angry. Uh, so <laughs> then here's the thing, right? Yeah. yeah. One thing that I, I, I always have in my mind is that I'm not, though difficult at times, don't get me wrong. I'm not yeah. like the, 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 the perfect artist who's just so like self-sufficient. In that I'm, I think that it's, important to know that you're writing for yourself mm-hmm. that you're not writing to please other people and that what makes sense to you is enough mm. it's not for other people you know to yeah. then, to, to make that even though they will because mm. you're putting your work out there mm. but if you read something and it's good enough to you then that is enough mm. you know things that i write you know because i do a lot of i work alone i don't exactly go out and write with people all the stuff i do is in my room mm, alone, alone yeah. and if i write something and i read it and i sing it and i put the music to it and i'm satisfied then that's a job well done well, i don't really care mm. about you know what if it's not deep enough and get this there's always going to be someone who will read what you've written and or or listen to it and go wow that really speaks to me you know that's just yeah. a, that's just the bonus that's part just the bonus. that's yeah. just the bonus yeah. but yeah. what's more important is when you read it or mm. you sing it and it touches you yeah yeah that's that's a job well done you know it's and that's it your 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 music is a reflection of you exactly and it's if you can't look yourself in the mirror that in that reflection then then the, what is the point then of what doing is the, it what is and the point? if you can get to a place where 
you can look at yourself in that mirror through your music yeah how healthy is that yeah exactly that's the thing yeah. you know how healthy is that like and i just think that that's what you should be looking at you should be looking at whether or not this is good for you whether this is this has the best you know whether this is like gonna impact you in a certain way you know yeah. it's not about it's not about what how it might impact others you know mm. if it's good for you it's fine but if it's not then that's what you need to look at yeah uh, just touching on this again you know last year my, my sister died um mm. sorry guys yeah. it's this, this is going to be one of those Real uh, talks. Real yeah talk. um and i was really going through it yeah and i started writing and i wrote a review about tree of life and yeah. it's one a film by terence malick who's my favorite director of all time he's a g He's what you call a real genius. <laughs> and um, I wrote it, and I remember when, at the time where my sister was born and growing up, it was a, a very turbulent time for me um, mentally and also um, emotionally. And I've never really spoken about how I saw the world then. Right. And I realised through that review that because I just needed to take everything out, I that was like a... Uh, what's the, a, a turning point in my writing because I just put it all out there. Mm. I really put myself out there. Mm. And I tell you what, when I read it today, I'm so proud of the, 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 the memory that did that. Do you know how that. hard it must have been to even and since have then, to relive that? And since then, I'm now dropping little uh, um, nuggets of my growing up in Nigeria into my writing. Like in my last one, I was talking about how... It's a stepping I like, stone. It's a stepping stone into, you know? as we said, going, being your most authentic... So, yeah. you know, and that's why you should never be afraid because this is for you. This is for your own growth, yeah. you know, yeah. to not be afraid to talk about the things that really mean something to you. Yeah. Don't hold back, mm. you know, mm. because you have a lot to say. Yeah. You have a lot to say. Do you know, one of the things that, um, that happen when I'm writing um, mm. is that I always kind of channel into a vibe. Right. Or no, not a vibe, a memory. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or a permutation of certain memories and how they make me feel. Right. And you know, when I the one of the first questions like I say your music sometimes it has a sad undertone. Yeah. My yeah. writing has a you know, a do you bit. yeah, do you have a, a memory that you go back to? Is there something that as while you were growing up that you can sort of tap into and that it, it creates a you know what I'm trying to ask. Yeah, I get you. I get you. It, 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 I get you. I'm ready. I'm ready to answer. Yeah, yeah. No, no. So I don't. I don't tap into a certain. It's always. Yeah, if I really think about it, if I'm being very honest, it's not something. I don't have to go back to a certain, you know, memory in time. Like I, it's all what's. It's normally what's happening around me. What I'm feeling in that moment. I. Don't, it's always relating to a, a memory that I've had that I'm actually trying to write about mm. you know um yeah it's 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 about a story it's about a story that's mm. happened something that has actually taken place in my life and what you what, know as you've as you've grown what what's inspired you who has inspired you what what Ooh. type of artistry has um, been the kind of thing you look up to and say that's what I want to be like as you've grown um I love the storytellers you know mm. I, I love I love the people, I love the, the music part of it. I love the harmonies. Yeah. I love the arrangements. But most of all, I just love just being able to just communicate one feeling, you know, in just absolutely beautiful music. Mm. You know, I listen to a lot of sort of jazz and neo-soul and R&B, you know. Mm. 
over the years, like, my music taste has changed. But, you know, I remember starting out listening to sort of, like, indie, you know, and the most, like, craziest bands out there. Yeah. Don't listen yeah. to them now. I remember. Yeah, that. you remember, right? <laughs> but now I've sort of settled on sort of jazz and, and neo-soul. And, yeah, you know, I, I have a lot to learn from these people in terms of, like, what's going on in music, the theory, and also just the way they present, you know, certain themes and certain issues, you know, mm-hmm. in, in life, you yeah, know. Yeah. That's where I've taken most of my inspiration from, I would say. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's the lane that I'm, I'm, I'm kind of moving along in. Yeah. yeah. Music's always been, as you said, music is a reflection of your authentic self. And yeah. part of your, your authentic self is yeah. identity. Yeah. You've yeah. obviously been making music from a very young age. Yeah, yeah. How would you... How has your identity or the way you viewed it? Because because I've seen, <laughs> I've seen oh, how you changed. Oh boy! Yeah. I've, oh boy! How is? Talk I, to me. <laughs> so one thing that just came to my mind is that I stopped telling myself I couldn't do certain things. Mm. You know, I I I think back when I was listening to all these bands that you know were really kind of random, was that's the level? Not that they're good in their own right, but like I I I felt like back then it was easier for me to perform these things like it was easier for me to do that it was easy for myself easier to stay at this level i always viewed those r&b people as just mm. like the giants you know the people who just made the best of the best of the best obviously no music is good or bad you know it's all very subjective but mm. that was just my perspective at the I time i think there's some bad music out there <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> but then you'll see i could tell you when i was some... in when i was in my trap days oh yeah yeah no 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 for real there's there's some there's definitely some there's some rubbish music man anyway there's rubbish music. but you know i i just grew to really just push the boundaries i created for myself you know yeah. Um, maybe we'll get in, into this too early, but my final performance at university was just the moment for that where mm. I stopped telling myself I can't sing this or I can't do this, mm. and I just did it, mm. you know. And I loved it so much, and mm. I, and and I think it, the reason why it was so well received is because people could tell that I loved it mm. so much, mm. and that you know this was something that meant a lot to me, yeah. you know. But yeah, I've just as I've become more confident in myself away from music it's mm. become to shine through it's, it's started to shine through in the music you know? and your identity mm. obviously also includes being a black woman being a black woman yeah you know and yeah. I'm, I'm very careful sometimes when i'm i i'm, I'm posed with this you know this this juggernaut of a of a, yeah. of a discussion yeah. but I, I really want to go into it with you because we've had some really interesting conversations yeah. around not just race but yeah beauty about the standards yeah. of beauty about racial hierarchy um how and i've seen you as i said before in the previous question i've mm. seen you go from being a certain way how you want such how yeah. you want to show yourself to being this very afrocentric like, <laughs> going to the all the way to oh, one end so funny. and now you found quite a, 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 a nice balancing point between yeah, talk, yeah, talk yeah, to yeah. me about that Oh boy, so yeah, it all started when. <laughs> so yeah, I guess, I don't know, I think I'm not the only black girl who's had to go through this, but you know, you grow up and you don't like, you don't like certain features, you, don't, you might not mm. like your lips, you might not like your nose, you might not like, you know, just how you're proportioned, your hair, mm. you know, people make you feel a certain way about yourself you yeah, know and yeah. you know i grew up with just not enough self-love 
and, and wanting to be different. You know, I used to have my hair relaxed and I was obsessed. Like, if my hair was starting to grow out, I'd have a panic attack. You know, I just mm. couldn't let anyone see me with what I thought was frizzy, unkempt wow, hair. Yeah. It was really See, that's so toxic. alien for me. Anyway, but not alien, obviously, I know of it. Yeah. But it's crazy that that is such a big, yeah. Yeah, because, you, you know, you're a guy. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's not something that you have to really think about. But, mm. you know, it's all so real when you're a young when you're you're a you're a teenager you know mm, and you mm. you see you just you just it just feels really difficult but you yeah. know i grew up you know i met people you know I got into a relationship that again where the, the person was very <laughs> very black conscious and you know had a lot of black pride and very interesting to me i mean i was that part of life was unknown to me i have to be honest and i learned some things wasn't the healthiest She was basically dating Fred Hampton. Oh, who, who even is that? Fred Hampton. No. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Fred Hampton. Okay. Yeah, 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 I'll Google, Google him. him. Oh, Google him. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, he was just very intense. And, uh, yeah, I learned a lot of things. But you but didn't want to have... I didn't want that. I didn't want that intensity. So, I guess the me now is taking... From that relationship and it's also like that i'm not in this world to be bitter i'm mm. not in this world to 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 hate on people rather yeah, to be yeah. aware that you know this is what can happen in life as a black woman and also being able to find joy you know well, not, not every day is a struggle you know like one of the funniest things of being in that relationship is that it was always about the struggle it was, yes. it was, it was always emphasizing the struggle yeah. you know and i'm just thinking this struggle what is this struggle because you know like allow me to be happy mm. you know don't un don't don't like why does everything have to be marred in oh this person did this and they made this for us and the systems are yeah yeah you know because, but and you know this is opening my mind to so many things like but the struggle is real and 100 <laughs> percent, it is real let's let's real. say let's say that but but i don't want my life to be defined want, by exactly, it exactly that is it you which know? is what uh, i'm uh, so much more than my struggles mm. Say that again. I am so much more than my struggles. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Listen, I was you know? watching. I was watching. Um, my 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 little niece came over the uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I I found a film for her, and um uh, that I, I thought she she might like, and I wanted to watch it as well. Soul, the oh, Pixar Soul film. Soul is a beautiful film. Yeah, just yeah. Gorgeous. It's just yeah. so many the the meaning behind it and the intentions mm -hmm. of the writers. Mm -hmm. It just makes you believe there's good in this world. Oh, but what yeah. struck me about was it was it was a, a a black animated film. Even though half of the time they were actually blue. When they were in their afterlife. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember, yeah. Yeah, but it was about a community of black people in different walks of life just being themselves. Right. And I love seeing just that. Normal, happiness, yeah. joy. Yeah. You know, and I love when it, like, it's, things are depicted that way because it really can't be about the fight all the time. Mm. Sometimes just happiness. Mm. Why not? You know, because, gosh, like... I just, I just want, just you just want to see moments of peace. Mm. I don't want to, I don't want everything I watch, you know, about black people to be about a fight because mm. it's not about that. You know, my final performance, you know, what I was really trying to, you know, hone in on was joy. Mm. The fact that yes, these things happen to us, and yes, sometimes people look at us in a certain way, and yes, we have to fight for things, but there's also joy in mm. that. There's also happiness. 
happiness, you know. Mm. There are moments of celebration and there are moments of peace. Mm. You know, so why 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 can't it just be about that for once? And do you know what? Apart from, you know, one of the things that happened to me, uh, and this is an, another me sharing, yeah. is that when I was in Nigeria, I realised that I, I didn't think about the colour of my skin at no, all. No, why would you? Because obviously I'm, I'm in Nigeria, right? Nigeria, yeah. But everyone was just a summation of their personalities, yeah, their quirks, people. their annoyingness, <laughs> if that's it. Yeah. But there were people. Yeah. It was when... There's nothing else to yeah, it. Yeah, it was when... Uh, and actually, before I came to Nigeria, you know, I was young, so I didn't really get But when I came back, I realised I had a heightened sense of my of my blackness. Right. And I feel like that it's is just, such a, sometimes a burden on your mind honestly, all the time when you're going into, I guess what I'm like trying to, like a paranoia. Is, what I'm trying, for you being a black woman, do you feel like there's even that added layer of not just the colour of your skin, but the standards of beauty that definitely, exist in our society? Definitely, definitely, you know, I was saying how when I was younger, you know, I, I, I really struggled to accept myself as I was, you know, I felt that lots of things were wrong with me one thing that was just awful, just terribly toxic, you wow. know, I thought was, there was um, when, I I used to think that black women couldn't have good skin because Ooh. when I was, you know, when I was growing up, I would see a lot of, like, makeup ad, like, ad, adverts yeah. with white women and just having, like, glossy, just beautiful, like, lovely skin. Very rarely saw black women, you know, mm. like, like me mm. on, in those adverts. So I thought, okay, it's very normal to, you know, to have scars. It's very normal to, to look like that. Wow. And, and it makes me want to cry, actually, because, yeah, for a long time I hid behind makeup and I thought that's how it'd be. Mm. You know, in dating and meeting people, I'd always be covered in makeup. Mm. Until one day I thought, hang on, no, that's a big lie. Mm. It can't be. So, yeah, I've, I, when I say I've grown, I've really grown. You yeah. know, I fought to, to really believe that I... I'm naturally beautiful, that I can walk out without makeup and, and make are. and thank you. Mm. Thank you. And you know, and, and make and and it be nothing. Because mm. it is, you know. It's there are certain things that just been pushed upon us that we've we've had to break because yeah. Yeah. We are we are You know, it's beautiful. funny, I saw um something the other day where they were just showing pictures of Whoopi Goldberg back in the day. Right. And they were trying to say, I'm not, and I never really thought of it. Like I just, right, I've always right, thought Whoopi right. Goldberg is Whoopi Goldberg is Whoopi is just amazing. But yeah. I don't think as a kid I ever saw her as a as a oh she's an attractive right the way right. I would sort of maybe have seen yeah um, what was, there was a particular actress in in say Friday I uh, don't know that one yeah but I can't yeah. remember her name or say an Angela Bassett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when I look at the pictures now, and I think now that I have the context of and the, the yeah, learning, it's almost I now like, look at the pictures of, of Whoopi Goldberg. And I was like, she was actually a very beautiful woman, yeah, naturally yeah, beautiful woman. Exactly. But she wasn't portrayed as, in that because, way. Because that, again, that's like Hollywood standards of beauty yes, as well, of which course. again oh, is another area. Yeah, yeah. You know, but navigating that as a black woman as well must be very painful. Mm. You know, it, it, it's difficult because you know it. it to other people, oh, it's it's a it's a long winded thing, but yeah, it's hard. You know, people expect you to have this look. You know, they expect you to be, you know, just really kind of colourful and just really beautiful. But if you if one day you come in, you're not wearing makeup and you, all your natural hair is at 
out there ask they might ask you what happened mm. you know so it's almost like this pressure that i'm just pushing off me just let me be me mm. let me be me like mm. stop asking me questions stop telling me how to dress mm. stop telling me what would look good because it's none of your business mm -hmm. and and yeah. this is my body yeah it's almost like i'm daily being denied of that agency you know of my, over my own body because wow. people just have opinions on how i should be yeah. and it's like why mm. who told you <laughs> <laughs> crazy I, right but you've come to this place where you i feel like you're and i guess it's it's the journey that we all take right yeah i think black or white or whatever in between we all have to go through this where you're not sure yeah and then yeah, suddenly yeah, yeah you start to understand it you've been know, there yeah where do you feel like you're at a place now where you're you're a good balancing point to us, I'm still working it out. You know, I'm still trying to work out where I fit into all of this, you know, but I think I know, you know, yeah. I'm very, one, very comfortable with myself. Mm. Very, uh, no, I'm very proud. I'm, very, uh, I'm a proud black woman, yeah. definitely, yeah. Yeah. you know, but I, it's, it's all love, you know, mm. for the people who have, you know, upset me or asked me certain questions, it's all love. You know, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not holding anything against anyone. You know, mm. I'm not fighting anyone. Like I said, I didn't come into this world to be bitter, mm. you know. So I have grown. I've definitely mm. grown. And do you think that that's made you maybe making music easier? Or has it I think, made it, uh, yeah. I think so. Well, I think also that I'm not writing, I'm not writing about struggle, <laughs> that for one. Because yeah. life is not about struggle. Like you said, your, your final performance My was fi about joy. Yeah, it was about joy. Mm. It was about, you know, so... One of my favorite tracks from that performance was a track called Magic. And it's, it's celebrating Black Girl Magic, mm, you know? Mm. Makes me laugh when I say that. I think it's so cringe. But mm. honestly, it, 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 it makes me so happy also because it was, just a, it was just a song to empower, to uplift. And, you know, it's a song for me, you know? Yeah. I wrote at a time when I needed it. You know, I was mm. about to do the biggest performance of my life you mm, know mm. and i needed to sing a song that was going to get me pumped mm. you know so i i wrote that mm. and you know and the words will forever resonate with me and i hope they do the same for what, others what, what, what words were so there? so you are beautiful and your wings are made of the things they threw into your face wow sorry i had to go back into my memory but no, no, yeah no, yeah um, and it's just repeated. Your wings are made of the things they, you threw they, into. They, they threw that, into your face. That is growth. That is basically growth. Yeah. 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 Wow. Um, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. Um, talk to me about some of the tracks that you've made. Well, maybe one or two that you really, really like. Um, and yeah, and the process behind you making them. The process. So, so I've just spoken to you about magic. Yeah, magic. Yeah, and where yeah. that came from. Yeah. Um, the current song that I'm working on, actually, that I won't give away the name because it's new, mm -hmm. is about almost feeling displaced. You know, yeah. I, I'm. Have I heard that? You have heard I've, that. You it, have that heard is a that. great. That's listen, y'all. That's a great. That's a banger. I was just gonna say that's it's, it's going to be a banger. <laughs> it's going to be a banger. Yeah. And again, it's just me speaking my truth about a situation. You know, I. Mm. I'm a very emotional person mm. and, you know, I wrote that when I was going through something that felt all too real to mm. me. It was very difficult, you know, and I, I wanted to feel at home, mm. but I couldn't feel at home, mm. you know. So 
Yeah, it's it's a song. It's a, a sad song. It mm -hmm. has. It feels sad, mm -hmm. but you know, it's about finally finding peace and mm -hmm. and and finally finding your home after you know a lot of chaos. So yeah, it. Did you want to know about my process? Did you want to yeah, know? Yeah, because about I was going to say that you know, obviously, I talked about do you have to tap into a specific memory? Um, but how do you put I, songs together? Do you have to write them first? Do you have to. Do you maybe play something on the piano right. or piece and then okay. you then have the accompanying words? How does okay. that usually transpire with okay. your process? Yeah. In different ways, for this this song that I'm working on at the moment, the new one, started with a beat, lyrics came, mm. and then it just, that's how it went. Mm. But when I'm on my own, I tend to just record stuff into my phone. I could be anywhere, I can be in the shower, I can be, you know, I can be anywhere, like yeah. on the street, on a bus, I don't care, it will get recorded. And if I have time, then I'll sit on my keyboard and I'll put it together, make some, I'll set it to some music. The other day I made a, uh, I think I was in the shower and I mm. made a, 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 I think it was a very un uncompleted piece. I turned the hot water on too, too much. So, I <laughs> so it was like, <laughs> I, I really did not like where this was going. <laughs> I, was just, I was just like, I don't know if I want to hear this. <laughs> Anyway, sorry, like, no. <laughs> but you know, yeah, it 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 takes different forms. Like it, it doesn't have to be one way. You know, it just depends on where I am. Mm. But yeah, I try not to put too much pressure on it. You know, I just feel like there's no right or wrong way to write. I mean, in one of our previous discussions, we were talking about uh, what is completed music when it's finished or not yeah, finished, yeah, yeah. and I'm just thinking. What is completed music? Obviously, it's a, it's a big issue yeah. as an artist, you know, because we don't know when to leave things alone, especially if you're a perfectionist. Mm. You know, imagine I had a module about this at university. It's like a whole sort of like, like music, like philosophy thing, because mm. it's like, as artists, you never know when to stop working, mm. and and it gets to a point where you keep going and you become tired of it. So it's it's the learning to accept that the the piece doesn't have to be this grand thing yeah. to be finished. It can be so short, but it's still something you can use, mm. you know. So, like, for me, okay, I have this track coming out and it will be a finished mm. thing with, you know, very well produced, mixed, everything. But that doesn't mean that the stuff I create on my own isn't as complete as, you know, the recording I'm going to have out. Mm. It doesn't mean that it's, it's, it's less than. So, it's just finding value. It's just knowing that everything you produce is valuable, mm -hmm. you know, and not selling yourself short. Because mm. I think when you learn that, when you learn that a finished piece isn't a big thing, mm. then you learn to appreciate what you do more. Yeah. Um, university. University, wow. Prior, obviously, prior to that, obviously, you'd had, you know, some formal training in, in yeah, music. Yeah, yeah. But how was it going into that world? Because it's such a life-defining definitely time for all of us. But how was it for you and how was it for your music and when you started to see how other people interpreted their music as well versus yours? Yeah, 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 how yeah. was that for you? I'd love to hear that. I think university was difficult because, you know, I felt like I was being pushed into creating music that I didn't like, you know, wow. for, 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 for the sake of assignments and grades. You know, it wasn't until my final year that I finally had more sort of freedom and, and I was... I was a lot more fearless, you know. I, was, I didn't care. I said when I made my final performance, I didn't care what grade I was getting. I just wanted to do something that made me happy. I'll tell mm. you the truth, mm, right. you know. I, I I didn't care. But one thing I really admire about 
what about the people I went to uni with is that they were themselves. Mm. You know, I didn't particularly like what I was hearing all the time. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. But I, I kudos to them. They were yeah. making music they liked. And then I thought, why why am I sitting here not doing the same? What's mm. stopping me? Mm. You know, I have so much like I have like so much at my disposal, yeah, I'm afraid. Yeah. Why is that? Yeah. So but you know, it almost felt like it was I realized that too late, but it was just in time. And yeah, it was a defining moment. Well, you mentioned something about, you know, the you know, creation or uh, creation of your music for mm. an assignment. Mm. And I think there's some parallels that you can draw between that and, oh, really? and the music industry. Oh, really? Yeah. I guess it's a perfect yeah. segue to that. Tricky, tricky, part. tricky. How, because you need to be authentic here. We've discussed that you yeah, need to be authentic yeah, yeah, and yeah. how it has to be organic in, in the source of, of your inspiration. When it comes to the music industry, I, I guess it's a business, right? Business. Have you thought about how you might have to straddle that environment? Honestly, those lines. Yeah, it, it, it's something I'm still working out because you know I, I I've thought about this so many times. Like I've run it over so many times in my head. Um, I don't know how what, how I would do that because I don't want to write something that makes no sense to me. Mm. You know, I don't want to do anything that makes no sense to me. Mm. And my prayer is that I won't have to. But, you know, let's Amen. be realistic. Amen. <laughs> no. But let's be realistic. You yeah. know, I, I know people who've had to who've had to deal with what the music industry has thrown at them. And most of the time it's doing things that they don't particularly like. Mm. But I hope that, you know, a compromise can be reached where it wouldn't then, like, affect my sort of, you know, my the image I have for myself and for my music mm. that they wouldn't take away from that you know what I'm trying to portray to the people you know who are listening I hope that it wouldn't mm. but most times you know you was I know what you're getting at you know we're trying to sell we're trying to make consumable music you know that will bring in the money mm. so we need to have it a certain way that's difficult yeah that's difficult and I'm to be honest with you I don't know how I would navigate that but I just hope for the best do you deal well with with heavy expectations on you no no is that something you want to be able to to, to learn how to deal with moving forward I, or do you feel you just always want to do things your way and when you want to do them my instinct literally just said yes <laughs> <laughs> i want to do things my way all the time but the world is not like that no 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 no, I don't deal well. I don't deal. I don't like it when people put expectations on me. It makes me angry. Mm. That could be from anyone. Mm. You know, I don't like it. But again, I'm. You know, this is how life is. And when you get into the music industry, there will be people waiting on you to produce. Not just the people you work with, but the fans. Mm. They'll, 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 they'll. You'll produce something. You'll put something out there, and they'll mm. be instantly on you to produce the next thing. Mm. It's it's intense it, yeah. yeah it's intense yeah. and but thank god that i know that yeah. you know i'm i've i've got a lot of experience and i've learned a lot in the time i've been studying and mm -hmm. doing music to know that the music industry is not all it's you know it, it's got to be and yeah. these things will happen well I, th I think you know this once upon a time i you know was doing studying to, to be a doctor yes uh i worked very hard to get to that position but um uh well things didn't work out mm. and I knew that at the time when that was the case 
a lot of our family, you know the family. Yeah, yeah. They, they, everyone was aware and everyone was knew what I was planning to do and they had their support about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, nowadays, not everyone actually knows exactly what I do. But I know what I do. I know, but it's like, they, I could for some people, I could literally be a drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm trying to aim at here is how have you ha- handled the expectations that come from, considering our backgrounds and yeah, our families yeah, yeah. and where we come from, how have you handled the expectations? And I think, you know, your your mum and dad are actually one of the They're more quite relaxed, supportive. Very, quite supportive. Yeah. But you know, it, it for other people out there, it's not always the easiest thing. Saying, yeah, I mean, what are that's your thoughts true. on that? You know, first of all, I have to say I'm so happy that I didn't have to study some degree I didn't want to study and then <laughs> do music because I know people have done that. But yeah, it, like, but like, my mum and dad have been super supportive. But mm. it's like. It's not all. It's not always been like that. There are still moments where they ask me, you know, what are you going to do in the future? What mm. job you're getting? And that weighs down on me, you know. Mm. I, I, I like music for life. Literally, mm. that's my mindset. And mm. but you know, it's 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 tough. It's tough. Like, I think mum and like my parents have really understood, like, worked to understand where I'm coming from. Yeah, and also yeah. seen that I'm good at it. Yes, you know, that's what's kind of like like pushing their support mm, because yeah. I'm not just it's not a time wasting thing they mm. know that I'm good at it but the music industry music being a musician mm. it's a very it's not an easy job job and it doesn't always bring in the cash the cash but you know and I'm going to get to to that point and another question as a kind of addendum to that as well but I, I wanted to really touch on when you're at the beginning or the early stages you're talking to your parents about that or talking um, this is in the general sense right and it actually feeds into what we all kind of go through or go 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 through in our lives where the the, the conversations you have with your parents at a certain stage are always quite emotionally charged and sometimes it's quite difficult to articulate and passionately articulate why is it you're doing what you're doing i struggled with it Mm. i struggled with it you know i remember when i was doing my a-levels and i decided that i was the tears at year 12 and flopped it and then told my parents halfway through the second year of repeat year 12, I was going to college studying music. Remember that conversation? And my dad just looked at me. He was in absolute disbelief. Mm. I, I, w- I really wanted to tell him how much this was important to me. But, but because I never see my A-level through, he just didn't believe me. Mm. But here we are, you know, like... And, you, and you understand... It's, it's, it's not a black or white thing because you understand where they're coming I from. I understand where they're coming and from. You, but you also have a, a... Yeah, even now but you see... I, I knew it in my heart that this was what I was good at. Mm. But I couldn't explain to them. I couldn't explain to them. I love that. And this is what I... You know what, Naomi? Um, I think now's a great place to say, uh, or for me to kind of chime in and say, I... I, I'm obviously I'm a fan of your work. Aww. I think you're really good, um, and not just really good. I think your your music speaks. There's no piece of a track or whatever that you sent to me that hasn't spoken to me. Uh, obviously, I, I bought your 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 art as well, and I yeah. really want you to. It's very important to to live your truest self and don't give up. And I'm not saying that because it's, it's terrible. You're doing amazing, but keep this fight going and always oh. be truthful to what you're doing because 
you're pretty good. Aww. You know, every time I've seen you, I remember when I came to to Thank see you, you in Peckham, which was actually quite a, a, a interesting one for me because that was the first time I'd gone to Peckham High Street in such a long was time. Was that a gig? Yeah, it was a gig. Yeah, it was at the. I can't remember the name. It was a cafe something. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was probably Hoxton. Was it? Yeah. No, it was in Peckham. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, it was in Peckham. Remember me, you too, and um. Oh, I came yes, and it you was were singing. Pecker. Yeah, and you were singing that song. Listen, and uh, to me. Yeah, you know, you know that song. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah that it's was magic. Quite a song. Yeah. And when I every time I, I get the privilege to watch you, I realize, damn, she's good. You know, and wow. she's it's authentic, really good music. So, really keep it going. I keep it do. going. I will do. Honestly, that's my life goal. Yeah, and I think that so part of the things that you know that that kind of maybe sometimes brings the anxiety is what does the future hold for me? So I guess, what do you see as, what would music be for you moving forward? Obviously, you know it will play a big part, but it what does that definitely. look exactly like in your utopia? It's it's just to be able to do it all the time, you know. Right now I'm doing a load of things and not all music related, um, but the biggest dream would to be a working musician. You know? Yeah, yeah. I just want to write songs and put them out in the world. That's what I want to leave behind, mm. you know. That's all. I just want to make myself happy. Yeah. And make myself proud. And, yeah. And hopefully make other people happy. Yeah. Something about you as well. You, you don't, you never stay still. Obviously, I said you're always on the move at the never beginning. Stay still. You've been doing a lot of traveling recently. Doing a lot of traveling. And yeah. I have plans for so much more this year. <laughs> you're, I, mean, I don't know if I can say this on here, but. Yeah. Uh, on Instagram, you kind of want to do a travel blog. I I do. I, I I'm like the, the, the traveling artist. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm like very boho, but I'm not. It's mm. like, yeah, I just want to be about because I just feel like life is so big and exciting, and the world is just so big and exciting. There's just so much to see. I never imagined myself to be in one place. Yeah. For the yeah. longest time. Do you know, it's funny because um. I I, I I think I was talking to my best mate about this mm. and I'm uh, about traveling and I, I think I said that for me traveling is very ego dissolving yeah yeah and it's like you go to really, places really. and you see how life is interpreted in a different way yeah and you realize because when you're you're, you're in a, a place for a long time you yeah. kind of think the world revolves around you and, and because you know the system so well in that place you're in you don't feel like you have to even try and that's the most thing it gets you out of your comfort it gets zone you, out of your comfort you become zone. a social animal again. exactly you go and start asking for help you go and start meeting people because you realize you know, come to this place. I mean, especially solo traveling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you can't need to just find go, a friend. Oh, I'm just going to talk to the person I came N with. No, no, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. You yeah. have to go out and meet people. And what, what I, like, I can speak on travel, solo travel for, for a long time because yeah. it's just so incredible yeah. what it does to you. And, you know, as a musician, what it does for my, for my music, you know, what it does to, to, in terms of sort of building life experience and adding layers to like what I write. Like mm. it's, it's amazing because, yeah, it's yeah. just absolute freedom. You speak, quite, another thing about you is you, you speak, you're quite good linguistically, like you speak uh, Spanish and German, if I'm correct? German, not so much. And Spanish, yes, it's not, you know, I can speak a bit of Espanol, you know, yeah. you know, I try, mm. but it, it's better. I, I can understand it. It's okay. When I go to Spain, it's not too bad. You know, I'm quite proud of that. Yeah. yeah. And you well. you were born in Germany. Oh, well, you know, I always think maybe this is what makes me want to travel so much. The fact that I was born like abroad. Yeah. 
it's in my blood. You know, I always tell this story that I was, I was, I remember when you were born because yeah. I come to visit your parents yeah. in Hamburg. Yeah. And your 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 dad had a friend, Alex. Yeah, uh, yeah. Who he Alec, yeah. yeah he he took because that night they obviously had to go to the hospital. Mm. He took me to Alex's house and he just made me a bowl of noodles and put the TV on to to watch Eurosport. Oh. So I was just eating noodles and watching Eurosport while you were being pushed yeah. out. It was just so... Imagine, it's such a weird moment in time. In moment in time, but... But you were there. It all comes together. It does. It all comes it's together. It's such a sweet moment, like yeah. sweet memory. But yeah, Germany. I wish I could speak German. I really wish, because that's one of the harder ones, but unfortunately it never stuck. And I did it for A-level, can yeah. you imagine? Yeah, wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just never stuck, but I'll get there. I'm I, haven't, I just haven't got that, that bug. My mom. You can't push yourself to. Nah, I've pushed myself. I try. Yeah, but my mom um, studied linguistics and majored. Wow. Majored like we're American, but she mm-hmm. did it, she kind of majored in French. Wow. Um, French is and, I, I, and I remember she used to teach me when I was younger, and I was just hopeless. She would try and teach me how Parlez to conjugate, français? but to to love to love lons. And I'll be like, this boy is useless. But just last question: out of all the Roman languages or Romantic languages, what's the easiest? Would you say it's French, German, Spanish? Spanish, hands down. I I think Spanish for me just makes sense. You know, like I I still I still need a little bit of help, but when it comes to actually writing it, like I think I can find my way around it. Yeah. And hopefully one day I'll be fluent. You know, I have a very big dream mm. to to go to like uh, Central or South or South America and just stay wow. there. And hopefully by then, like or during that time, my Spanish will be um, perfect. So mm. yes, like my dream is to be really, really good. And yeah, just yeah. be confident. Naomi, you inspire me, Aww. and I'm really, really uh, honored to have you on the podcast. Honestly, Aww, it's, it's been, been a blast. Pleasure. Absolutely. Uh, we got to get you on here again. Yes. Uh, thank you for bearing your soul and answering so honestly as well. Um, yeah. And yeah, I hope hopefully you come back on here. I will. I will. I will. Well, listen, guys, it's been an absolute blast uh, having doing this interview and having you guys join us. We've got so many other films in the pipeline, but yeah, like, comment, share, get involved. I'm sure there are loads of little nuggets in here that you can relate to. We love. It'd be great to to hear what you have, but. Yeah, till we meet again on Lights, Camera and Life.